I want to thank Research Consultants International for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion in projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about research consultants. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic development organizations. Call them now. They can help you create real prospects. Welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. This is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group, and I'm glad to have Lisa Franklin with us today from Location One Buildings and Sites. It's also known as LOAS within the economic development industry, and it's easy to use on iPads, iPhones, and Lisa, I know you've worked really hard to, to make it uh, useful for economic developers and site selectors, so thank you for being with us, and why don't we start where you tell us a little bit about what LOAS is. Very good. Well, thank you, Chad, for having me today. Uh, yes, LOAS is an online customizable site building and community application that plugs into any local economic development organization's website so they can showcase their available sites and buildings and community information. In fact, every ED organization that has a business retention and attraction strategy should have this type of database connected to their websites. You know, companies and site selectors looking for sites and buildings will most often come to the local economic development organization's websites to find uh, find these assets. I know you all recently invested quite a bit of money in it to make it really easy. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a young guy when it comes to most site selectors. So I like to play with buildings and sites on my iPad and phone. And, and Lois, I have found the best database for that. It works just as well in the field as on my computer. So talk about really what makes Lois unique in your mind. When we rolled out our new LOAS version in 2018, we developed a fully responsive system. This means LOAS works well on any device, such as a mobile phone, iPad, laptop, or website. Um, we are excited about this application because it's lightning fast. It's something that if a site selector or a company comes into this particular application, they're going to be able to uh, search on properties, get their information, put it into a folder, and print their reports. And it also comes with a variety of data sets they can access uh, uh, as a reports, um, and they can uh, view video, and they can actually look at a local economic development organization's assets from a local, uh, mm -hmm. from the local layers, such as. Uh, they can put on their new market tax credits, their opportunity zones, anything like that to showcase uh, what they have to offer uh, to a site selector. So you can build really maps as you go. So if you're not interested in, let's say, where the water lines are, but you are interested in a new market tax credit, you push a button and it pops up and, and it really doesn't tear your computer down waiting on it to think all day long. Yeah, that's correct. And <laughs> that's, that's nice because we have found in the past with our older systems, if anyone has to wait on, on having a page rendered with you know your search results and they're not getting them quickly, they will move away from uh, the application. So we've, re we've actually removed that out of the 
out of the equation. There's one state out there, and they're friends of mine, so I won't say who they are. I love them, and they do great work. But there's a state out there that has a building sites database. If I put in 50,000 square foot building and I go get my list, when I back back out, I have to retail at 50,000 feet again. And it's just, it, it'll, it literally will tear your computer down waiting on it. I love how fast this works. You've told me before we were just talking that it's kind of like a Zillow model. And I think a lot of our users will understand that. So talk about kind of how, how it may compare to that. Yeah, when we developed uh, this version of Location One, what we found as, uh, you know, when we looked at the web analytics, they, when someone would come in and do a search, they would only spend about two or three minutes on the site. We wanted to improve that experience. So we really, net, what we call, we develop lowest, and what we like to say is the Zillow model, because we want to make the user interface very easy to use. Uh, people don't want to have to go through training to use an application. And so uh, that's why we call it the Zillow model. It's not going to have every bell and whistle on it, but I tell you what, it's enough to get people interested in your properties. And so you guys launched the new rollout, I guess, in 2018. So what kind of changes have you seen in your analytics? A analytics is really what everybody pays attention to now. What, right. What have you seen there? Yeah, that's been an interesting fact. Um, we were seeing uh, a session last four to five minutes in our last version. This version, we're seeing users spend upwards around 10 minutes on, on the site wow. in any given session. So that's telling us that the their user experience is much better. They're finding what they want in the system, and they're staying there to print out uh, printable reports. Uh, and I can also tell you, since we use Esri uh, reports, we can actually track how many of those reports are pulled down on a monthly basis. Uh, that is probably, I would say the growth there is about 200%. Wow. It's, it's so, so as people are finding it easier to use and faster, they're encouraged to stay there and look at more stuff and, and download more stuff because it's easy. So, that's I mean, right. That's right. And to me, that's really where, what it's all about. That's why I like it so much. When y'all roll this thing out, I, I called you and said, you have done it this time. I've been <laughs> looking for a good Builders and Sites database. <laughs> Thank you. What about, I'm sure your sales are growing because I think this is so good. I can't be the only one. So have you had any sales growth <laughs> since you released it? Yes, we have. When we demo Lois to a prospect, they are amazed on how the user interface is laid out and how fast it is to search for properties. We have a steady revenue growth with this release uh, of the latest version and are excited about what the opportunities bring to us. Uh, we continue to enhance this application. In fact, we're working on a new uh, feature where you will be able to search on spatial um, uh, layers. So oh, if someone really? is wanting to search for an properties just within an opportunity zone, they're going to be able to do that. If they want to spatially search on new market tax credits properties, they're going to be able to find that. So uh, that's exciting for any local ED organizations because they literally can have their properties in there with adding these layers. Uh, it just adds a whole new uh, uh, opportunity for them to be able to showcase their assets. I've got a question a lot of economic developers will probably want to know. So, so most economic developers are busy and, and they would really like to task uh, uploading the buildings and sites database to folks on staff or interns or, or folks to help them while they're out meeting with the mayor and prospects and so forth. So how easy is it to add videos and layers and flyers? I mean, if, a, if, if an economic developer wants to task this to somebody they've just hired, is this something easy to do or is it hard and cumbersome to do? Well, very easy to use. Here again, we built a new administration site for Lois in 18 is, uh, 2018 as well and rolled that out. If you have an intern who comes in for the summer, they can log into the administration site. You can assign them a username uh, yourself. They can get in there and literally uh, it's so easy to use. Uh, we have forms where they can enter information in for a site or building, hit save, and uh, they can go to a 
an area where you add media and they can upload videos, they can upload images. It's just very simple, and that's what we wanted to make it. We know that LIDOs don't have time, local economic development organizations don't have time to uh, train and learn uh, these systems, so we make it very easy. We also have a user training set section in our application on the administration site. It's probably an hour video where I actually give a training mm -hmm. session, so if anybody wants to watch it and you want to hand it over to your intern, I think they'll know how to use that application in an hour. And uh, so we have economic developers listen and manufacturing companies listen to our podcast. So for the manufacturing companies out there, if they go to location one, they really see buildings and sites across the whole country, right? I mean, it's, this is not just a, a two or three state region. They can, they can check this out and find multiple buildings and sites. That's right. Uh, we have users in 40 states and even in Mexico. Hmm. And this has been great because um, what I will say about that is when you're a local economic development organization and you connect with this this application to your website, you're only showcasing your, your the properties that are in your community, for example. Mm -hmm. But if you're a county, you're going to be able to show your county information. It, we have even state users and utility users. And if a utility user uh, uh, is using this system, and we have many of them, they can actually showcase properties across the nation on their website. Mm -hmm. uh, it's networkable. So, in fact, we have subscribers, uh, and I'll talk a little bit about the utilities. If they buy a subscription, they can offer this uh, application to their uh, communities at no cost. Mm -hmm. And so we call those uh, umbrella subscriptions. And quite frankly, we have a lot of states in our network and utilities who have bought into the umbrella subscriptions uh, because it just makes sense. Their local economic development organizations are not spending a lot of money on these applications where they can spend more in their marketing budgets and mm -hmm. doing industry analysis and other things. So that's how, that's how we see that. Well, you know, I travel the country, so I talk to a lot of state economic development folks and utilities, and one of their frustrations is they, how do we get our local economic developers to keep their buildings and sites updated on these things? You know, that's a constant frustration. I think this system's so easy that it'll be, uh, most people will be encouraged to keep their sites updated. You know, if you've got a, a buildings and sites database that's hard to handle, then naturally you're just not going to be as excited to get up and keep it updated as this, which is really easy. So I think, I think in a way, if a, if a state or utility buys into this, they can then um, use it to to encourage their their folks. Look how easy it is. I mean, it's just like playing on your iPad. You know, look, yeah. it can almost become something fun to do. How quickly can you have somebody running? I mean, if a county calls you today and says, "Hey, we're interested in this," how quickly can uh, can you have that going? You know, once we sign the contract. In fact, sometimes we do it even before we sign the contract because it takes a little bit of time to get this. You know. Uh, contracts through these local boards, but we really can have a, a user up and running uh, uh, within a day. And so once we hand that uh, application over to them, they can start populating the application. So, so once it's running, they can put in one building at a time, and at least that building comes up while they're doing their other ones. Let's say they got five buildings or sites in town. They don't have to wait to have all of them in for it to start working. No, it's real time. When you put in data, it automatically shows up on your website. In fact, not only does it show up on your website, if you have other users in your network, like your county, your utility, that information will show up on their website immediately as well. And that's kind of something else I wanted to address. We have a national viewer. So if you think about all of the users that are in our network, every property that you put into the database actually shows up on our national viewer. And I can tell you from all of our web analytics, we have people who will log in or find location1.com when they do a search on Google or, you know, just do a browser search. And then 
fortunately, uh, location one comes up and we are finding that uh, a lot of site selectors are using it. So if you put in your property at the local level, even one record, literally it could show up on four or five websites immediately. Wow. You're really extending your marketing reach. It's mm -hmm. amazing uh, how this application works and how it's networked together to really, uh, you know, take advantage of that uh, particular feature. Now, I know I've looked at it from the front end. So I've looked at it from a site selection perspective, trying to find buildings and sites, and, and I love it. I mean, I give it a 10 out of 10. What about the administrative side from the viewer's perspective? So so even if I'm an economic developer, my intern uploads it, but as the as the person in charge, I want to see, you know, an admin picture. Uh, how easy is that to view and, and how, how uh, I guess, user-friendly is it? Very friendly. What happens is when uh, we sign up a, uh, an economic development organization, we provide them with a username and password. When they log in, they get a dashboard so they can see how many available properties they have on the market, off the market. Uh, they can see what all areas are attached to them. But it's very easy for them to go in and customize things. And that, I think that's the trick because it's, you know, if you're at, uh, at your desk at five o'clock on Friday and you need to do something to the database, uh, you can actually log in and make that change. You don't have to come back to us and we don't have to create a statement of work to make a change. You can do it yourself. And so uh, very easy to use. Um, web analytics, very easy to access and review, and you can print those reports out as well. And are you all set up with any large real estate consortiums? We are. Uh, we do have several across the uh, country that we are set up with. And so if a user comes on and let's just use a Collier's, for example, mm -hmm. we absorb their data. Okay. And so if, if, if Collier's is in their area, we can automatically attach that feed to uh, right. to their profile. But we also have a lot of what we call real estate exchange transfer services that are connecting to LOAS. And that's a, a big bonus because if you have one in those areas, we can set up an automatic feed. So that means you never have to worry about sites and buildings. And if you don't have right. to worry about area information either, because we provide that, we source that data from Esri, you really can have a turnkey system. Mm -hmm. And I think that will be important to our manufacturing listeners is if you go to this, you don't only see what an economic developer puts in. You, you can access the Colliers for that area and, and real estate data. So you, you got a really sound list. So where does the state, county, and, and community data come from? So I know you can you can punch some buttons in there and start seeing demographic reports and population and all. Where are you getting that stuff from? Yeah, I kind of alluded to that earlier, but we we uh, source all of our data from Esri. Uh, you know, it's a trusted data provider for many industries across the U.S. US and so uh, we continue to use them and we've used them for years and uh, they're very very uh, popular um, you know Lido's have the opportunity to add additional data like major employers and distance from major markets and any other local factors to enhance their data set but if it comes down to the data that uh, you know if you're showing population or any uh, economic um, uh, factors uh, you don't want to be putting that on your website yourself you want it to come from a third party right at least I got to ask you the million dollar question and I hope it doesn't cost a million dollars, but <laughs> how much does something like this cost if we got listeners that are interested? Yeah, we have always prided ourselves on being the low cost provider. That doesn't mean you don't get the a, a system that is not as robust as any of the other systems. Mm -hmm. We understand that economic development organizations have, uh, you know, budgets uh, that, you know, where they cannot afford a real robust system. Mm -hmm. But what you're getting with LOAS is a very robust system for what I consider a low cost. If you're a single community and you want to use this application, you can purchase it, purchase it for $3,500 annually. 
Um, so, and if you're a county, for example, uh, you might want to buy an umbrella subscription. Mm -hmm. So we offer umbrella subscriptions for a county for 7,500. That means that any economic development organization in the county can use it at no charge under that umbrella mm -hmm. subscription. So if you divide it up and you have four or five economic development organizations, right. you know, it's very, very affordable. Right. And, you know, some states, Missouri is one of them. Uh, Texas is one of them. The cities do economic development. And uh, it's funny, different states are different. So there are counties in certain states where you'll have 10 different economic development organizations. You could buy an umbrella. And then I know states and utilities also can buy it. That's correct. From what I understand. Yeah, we have... Uh, uh, States where they bought full subscriptions for the entire state, so any economic development economic development organization that state can use it at no charge. That's that's really a, a nice scenario because everybody's on one system. Mm -hmm. uh, so now I got to brag on you a little bit. So yesterday I was at the Kansas City Royals game for an event event up here, and uh, and we were talking about Lois, and some of the people said. You know, that th I was bragging on it. I said, you know, this thing's easy to use because I was bragging yesterday about how easy it was. And they said, that's all due to Lisa Franklin. I mean, they did. They, they well, said, you. You, you spearheaded this thing back when there was no Internet. <laughs> you all invented this and had floppy disk of all your buildings in sight. So listeners, just imagine, I guess, in the 90s, early 2000s, having a floppy disk with all the buildings in sight in, in a big area. So talk about, you know, Coming from then, and, and, and really, could you ever imagine where you are now? And, and it must excite you now to see what this has become. It really is. Um, I, I worked at the time for a utility that had a service area in eight states. It was very difficult to market um, you know, sites and buildings in communities that you weren't really familiar with. And so, really, we started building this application back in 1998. But, yes, it was we had floppy disks, and we would <laughs> send them out, and, and our use and our local economic development organizations would populate them, send them back in, and we would populate the application. And then we had to send them reports. But when the internet came about, we decided, you know, we had this concept of, you know, why does every economic developer development organization have to build their own application or, mm -hmm. you know, um, buy very expensive, you know, they leave some some ED organizations out of the equation, but by expensive systems. And so that's where we came up with the concept of having a networkable system on the internet. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we've been doing this since really, like, like you said, Chad, since 1998. And we, we have evolved. And I think this latest version is, you know, has the latest and greatest technology. Everything's built in the cloud. Mm -hmm. And um, we're excited to see, uh, you know, the future of where this application is going to go. And folks, go go out and find some buildings and sites on this thing sitting on your phone or iPad. That's what I would challenge you to do. Look at it on your computer if you want to, but if you're like me, I like to get on my iPad when I'm in a community and, and literally while I'm standing in the middle of an industrial park and start pulling up, you know, where's all the infrastructure? You just watch how easy this thing works. I'm telling you, I'm, I am happy, uh, Lisa, that you joined us today because I, I think that uh, th this solves so many problems and, you know, as people get more and more used to the internet and, and how fast things work, uh, people are not going to put up with a cumbersome system that takes all day to load or, you know, your iPad won't load it. And so I just think that, that this is so smart. And I think it really, the, the folks that have it, you know, it's going to be obvious they're really in 2019. I mean, uh, this is not technology that we're using from 2005 that we're trying to get bowed. I mean, this is state-of-the-art stuff, which most companies are going to want to look at it and use. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being with us here today. Is there anything you wish I'd asked you that I didn't? No, I appreciate the time you're giving me. If you're interested in, uh, you know, 
looking at this application or getting a demo, certainly go to location1.com. Our contact information is there, and we're happy to help you. We're happy to give you a, a maybe a, a demo. They usually take about one hour, but uh, it's I think it'll be worth your time to see what we're, we're putting on the table. All right. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. A special thank you to Younger Associates for recording, editing, and publishing this podcast for us. I encourage you to visit their website at younger-associates.com.